What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Compulsive Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Peter Widom. You can find me at peterwidom.com, and you can find this podcast, along with plenty of other content, at compileswift.com. In this episode, I am going to be talking a little bit about preparing to ship, some tips for shipping those updates to the App Store, and especially some tips for preparing that new app for that first release. This is something that is seemingly very simple on the surface, but there's always plenty of gotchas. So we're going to dive into that a bit here. All right, this first one is super important. If you use configuration for things like different setups, different servers for QA, staging, testing, and then production, whatever it may be, something like that, make sure you removed any development overrides for things like temporary values in some constants or some URLs for servers. Make sure they're all pointing to where they need to be for production. And also, if they are pointing to servers, make sure before you submit for review, those production servers are up and running and everything is fine. This is so easy to overlook and forget. And the last thing you need to do is to ship to production a version of your app where it's pointing to a wrong server somewhere. You may have some kind of system where a user creates an account, and the last thing you need is them creating an account on the wrong server, because then you're going to have to deal with that. You're going to have to communicate with the customer, and you're going to have to move that data around. And it's just adding to a pile of work that you just don't need. So check all of that ahead of time. Next up, make sure you have everything you want in the store page before submitting including things like screenshots, updated screenshots, release notes, and any changes to the text that you want to make on the store page. If that's an update, these are all super important things. Are those images that got the latest and greatest features? Do they have the new features that you've added in this release? If it's a new version of the app or it's, it's a brand new app, Make sure that you've got everything in place. Check it for things like silly typos. Make sure that the text reads well. And again, make sure you've got those screenshots. They're good quality. Very popular now, of course, is a little video to give the idea to the users how the app flows and how they interact with it. That takes time. This is not something you should just rush through and do a screen cap and put it in the store. You should really think about these. If possible, try and make your videos and your screenshots Make it a journey for the user. Tell a story with them. Don't just show them, hey, this is how cool the app looks and what the features look like. Try and make them excited about wanting to try the app. Then double check that you're targeting the desired platforms. You may change the base target to test a version against a particular OS or something like that, or some features, and you may forget to change that back. Make sure you are targeting the right requirements that you want as far as an operating system versions. Make sure that the compatibility is there. Don't just rush through this and go, oh, I should use the latest. That may or may not work for you. Look at your statistics. If this is an existing app, see what versions of the operating systems and devices your users are using. Make sure you test against those and make sure that they work and look good because if you've got an existing user base, You've got to make sure that you embrace those and whatever the equipment is they may be using. Yes, we'd love them all to be using the latest operating system, but that's not always the case. Often it can be a case of having to support the last two or three versions. A good guideline for that is make sure you support the operating systems 
that Apple still supports. Check those versions. Dive into the developer portal. Get the details on those. Time for a break. Hey, everybody. It's Peter Whittam here from the Compulsory Podcast. I want to tell you about Setup. Setup is a service that provides a subscription fee of just $10 a month, and you get access to over 200 Mac applications. And it's also available now on iOS as part of that deal. I use the service because it just has a ton of really good first-rate apps that I use all the time. And for me, it's invaluable as a developer to have access to tools for things like APIs, for planning projects, uh, writing emails, writing documentation. And you can get all of these things, including database apps, all of that kind of stuff, right there on the Setapp service for just $10 a month. You can use as many or as few applications as you need. If you're interested in checking this out, go to peterwidham.com, P-E-T-E-R-W-I-T-H-A-M.com forward slash set app, S-E-T-A-P-P. And you can see the details there. And it's got a link that you can go over and start using the service and see how it works out for you. I strongly recommend this to every Mac user. Break time over. Did you get some folks to beta test it for you? Please say that you did. Don't just test it yourself. If you test an app by yourself or as a development team and you don't have anybody else on the outside testing things for you, that is a recipe for disaster because you will know the app exceptionally well. You have these preconceived notions of how people are going to use that app and you expect that they will use the workflows that you want them to. Well, I got news for you. That is rarely the case. And you should have some folks outside of the development team, preferably people who know as little as possible about using your app and have them test it and provide you feedback. Did they come up with some weird workflow that you did not expect and it caused a problem? You're not going to be able to figure that out for yourself. You need them to go do that and to try and break your app because you will always be guiding yourself as much as you think that you're going to be testing it for breaking it and everything else, you won't because you know the app better than anybody. You are the worst person to test it. I know that sounds harsh, but trust me on this. You have preconceived notions. Subconsciously, you're going to use the app the way you built it. And rarely do users do that. We've all seen the memes, right? Take it into account. Don't be that app. Get some folks outside. If you can have a team, even better. But get people who don't know how to use the app, maybe through test flight or however you want to do it. But get folks other than your development team or yourself to test it and report back to you. And also learn from that data. Don't just dismiss it. If someone says, well, I did this workflow and it didn't work, take that seriously. Because if one person does it, I guarantee other users are going to do it too. Okay? If this is a first release for an app, expect the unexpected and work on the store listing way before you plan to release it. There are also things you miss and you will need to go around at the last minute trying to pull it all together. A privacy policy. It is now required and it is very easy to forget that you need to do that and you're going to have to have that in place so you don't get a rejected review because you forgot to put one in. It's as simple as putting a web page up somewhere and pointing a URL, right? The simplest way to do it is just that, and that's going to solve the problem for you, but you have to do it. And also, 
app store reviews now are so fast that, okay, you may think to yourself, I can submit it tomorrow and it'll be done by the weekend. Yeah, possibly, or maybe not. So plan ahead. You should plan ahead with pushing to the app store for review just as much as you plan out all of those cycles, sprints, whatever, milestones for development. Think of it as the very last development task. Plan for a rejected review. It happens, believe me. I've had an update going before where the uh, it got rejected for things that have never changed since the app was released years ago. Because app reviewers, remember, these people, they have instructions that they're supposed to follow, and I'm sure they do. But each one is also going to take a unique interpretation of those instructions. So you may find that one reviewer passes your app, another reviewer may not pass it. I've had situations where I've had one rejected, I reply to that review immediately pointing out it's always been this way and it's been fine for the past few years. And then next thing I know, it's passed. And that can happen. But plan for it. It will happen to you at some point. It happens to everybody. And it can happen for the most ridiculous thing and the most important thing. Plan for your app to be rejected for review and figure out ahead of time, if you can, a way to deal with that. There are a lot of good guidelines. The human interface guideline, for example, is a well-known one and is a perfect example. Take that into account as you're doing the development. That will help you have a better chance at getting a good review and passing that review so you can go to the App Store. Does your app support multiple languages? And did you check those translations? You do not want to have a bad translation that accidentally offends someone. That is another thing that's very easy to do. Don't just trust those online translation services. If you support a particular language, try and find someone that fluently speaks that language to ensure that you are not offending anybody. For that matter, did you even remember to add all those new extra strings? You may be doing the development, but as you go back, did you add those extra strings to the other language files? Go back and check that. You don't want to have a problem like that where there's some empty button or some empty UI element on the screen. Let's talk about money. Let's talk about pricing. Did you intend for your app to be free? Is it set to be free? If it's not free, is it set for the right price? Did you want to change the price? Is it reflected correctly at the store listing? What about those in-app purchases that are all the rage now? Is that set correctly? Did you test it to make sure it's working? Is the pricing right? If I'm an existing user and I've already got a purchase that I've made, is that still working? Am I going to get the features that I've already paid for and not have to pay again because of some slip-up during development? Check all these things. There is no faster route to making a user unhappy than getting something wrong when it comes to the pricing or a feature that they've already paid for and now they don't get access to it. And if it's free, like I say, it may sound simple, just make it free. But is it actually set for free? Is that what you intended? Does everything still work correctly? Remember, there's no such thing as a trial, right? If it's free, check that listing. If it's got a price, check those prices. So there you go. That's a list of things to think about. There are, of course, plenty more unique to each situation. But these are all things that I find to be very common for just about any app and any scenario shipping to the App Store. I hope this has been helpful. 
I really want to hear from you. What do you do? Use this as a checklist, if you like. Play this podcast back. Make yourself a checklist. Go to the blog post about it. All of these things are really important, and some of them you get the opportunity to get it right or get it wrong very quickly when shipping to the App Store. I just want to make sure that you provide your users the best experience and also that you get what you feel you deserve for all the hard work that you put into the app. Make the most of it. want to feel like that's a celebration when it goes to the App Store, not a sense of relief. So embrace it that way. Look at it as something that's a lot of fun to do. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. You can reach out to me, of course, Compile Swift on just about any of the social networks. And like I say, I'll put a link of show notes and a link to the blog post that goes with this so that you can share your thoughts because I'm sure there's plenty of discussion here. I hope this has been helpful. I will see you in the next one.